Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 231 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. What happens when you take alcohol out of the party girl equation? Trina from The Retired Party Girl is here to share her journey through breaking through to sobriety and coming home to herself. She tells us how spending time and getting to know herself is the first step to changing your relationship with alcohol. This is such a great episode. Let's get into it. What is going on, Trina? How are you? I am doing great. (laughs) Where are you? Where are you in the world? So I'm in Pennsylvania. I always tell people I'm from Pittsburgh, but I'm really like an hour away. But Pittsburgh's kind of the place people (laughs) recognize because I am from the country and live in between farms. So (laughs) no one in my real town. (laughs) That's so fun. How how is it living on the farm in farm country? Um, it's great. I mean, I'm used to smells that come with it, but I feel like it's definitely a wake up call for some people. Um, yeah. I don't know any different. So I love it. I feel like it's peaceful. I have my own space. I'm alone. So it's oh, great. That sounds, that sounds like heaven. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds is. amazing. Until you have to do like, I think everyone wants like farm life until you actually have to do like farm work stuff. Like, oh my gosh yeah right or like if you have to go anywhere like everything is 20 it's 20 minutes away just to go to the grocery store like yeah. the only thing in our town is a gas station um so yeah until you want to do stuff or like do the work like mow the lawn feed the animals like clean yeah. up after the animals it's so bad <laughs> yeah <Not> as glamorous <laughs> totally <laughs> I love that. Okay, so I definitely want to talk to you about uh, the retired party girl and all your all the stuff you're doing there. But first of all, I want to talk about you and your personal relationship with alcohol and like, how do you identify that relationship? 
So I am sober. Um, that's how I identify. I am almost two years alcohol free, which is crazy. Really? <laughs> um, I know. I cannot believe it. Um, I've tried to get sober for the last like five years. So yeah. I have been on and off sober Instagram for a long time. I never made it past like 100 days. Mm. Um but it's exciting to be on this side of RPG because I feel like that Instagram account helped me a lot, especially during the pandemic. Um, it's I think social media is just really resourceful. Yeah. But alcohol just isn't for me. I've tried every avenue to improve my relationship with alcohol. And I am just one of the people that can't drink. Um, I also don't use anything. I... I'm in Pennsylvania, so I did just get, like, a med card. So I'm going to attempt to utilize THC for some, like, anxiety relief in a medical way. But I'm doing that very okay. cautiously nice. um, and not recreationally. I'm just – I'm not able to, like, have a healthy life and a healthy mind with using substances, unfortunately. Yeah. Or, like, fortunately. Like, yeah, <laughs> they just don't work for you. It's not – it's not a – healthy relationship for you Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah what you mentioned that you couldn't get past 100 days what changed that or how did you break through that barrier so I never had a goal to like be sober for 100 days I just noticed that pattern Mm. um I feel like when I was drinking I loved attention and I feel like I always wanted attention on me and I wanted people to like I don't know, like, just think I was so cool and so fun and so laid back. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the first time I got sober, I got that attention at first. Like people were like, oh, you're not drinking. That's great. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of you. I didn't really, like I did it for me, but not really. Like I didn't do the back end work that I think that I personally believe I needed to like have continuous sobriety. Mm -hmm. Um, So when that like proud of you, things kind of wore off, I would drink again. Or something hard would happen. Um, Like I have children. So like I went through some things with my daughter's father, um, some changes at work, just things like that, that I would just be like, oh, I need to relax. I need to have a drink. Think I could moderate. And every time, like it truly got worse and worse, like after I began drinking again. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was just. I just noticed that pattern and I was like, that's so weird that it was at a hundred days because I've celebrated a hundred days now five times, um, yeah. which is so cool. But I it was just the magic number for me where for some reason I was like, Oh, I hit this milestone. So yeah. I'm fine now. I'm fixed. Right. Totally. So let's, let's, let's reward myself <laughs> with a drink. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. get shotgun beers. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people go through that, right? Like it's like, to prove to themselves or to maybe a family member or a loved one that like, Hey, I don't have a problem if I can go X amount of days or if like, even if I can go over the week and then only drink on the weekend. But what, like, how did you kind of come to the realization that like drinking just wasn't for you? Because I, I totally understand the attention part, right? Like that's, actually really natural we all want attention we all Mm -hmm. do it's the ways that we go about getting that attention that can either like help or hinder us 
So how did you kind of come to the realization like, oh, actually, like, I I can't, I, this isn't for me. Like, because it's, it's tough. Yeah. Um. So I kind of realized that at first, I never truly enjoyed drinking. Um. Like, even during high school, I was in high school in the Jersey Shore era. So like, I like wanted to go out and like have all these drinks, but I would like throw shots over my shoulder. Like I truly didn't mm. love being drunk or drinking. Yeah. Um. And as I aged, I was kind of always like the lightweight or I liked to party. Like I liked to go out, stay up late, dance, like be with my friends. I just didn't enjoy drinking. Yeah. And after I had both my kids, um, I had my kids young. So I was like, oh, I want to like go out and actually drink legally. <laughs> and yeah. I realized I still didn't like drinking, but I didn't want to waste my money. So I just realized I was drinking heavily, but it was, it was a problem for me that other people thought was consistent throughout the years, but it was kind of newer. Um, and I feel like after I started noticing that I didn't really recognize myself because I, when I was younger, I like set myself to kind of a high standard of how I wanted my life to look. I like had this blueprint, thought everything was going to be white picket fence. Great. Um, and I just noticed a lot of patterns that weren't who I was. Um, instead of creating boundaries, I was kind of losing like sight of who I wanted to be so that I could fit in with all these other people. Um, and I got to a point where I like did not recognize myself. Like I wasn't, it wasn't even that I was like drinking so much. It's that the person I was being when I was going out was so unlike me. Like I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't taking care of my health. I wasn't taking care of like, you know, relationships or dating wise. Um, I like, I know people say that a lot, but genuinely when I looked in the mirror, I was like, how did I like let this happen? Mm. It was, it just like scared me a lot. So at that point I was like, I need to change. And it was the first time that I decided I wanted to change for me because I deserve this beautiful potential that I have and it deserved to be like released <laughs> into the universe. And I just took some time to get to know myself again and realized I wasn't drinking and then mm. I just kept going and kept going I didn't really have an intention to be sober this most recent time it just alcohol kind of like fell out of my life because I didn't want it in there anymore so it didn't fit into the equation no <laughs> it was better without it that's for sure <laughs> yeah definitely that's amazing and I think that's like you know, that's what we have to realize instead of, I think people, when they're thinking of getting sober or like even the word sober or like not drinking, like comes to mind, they're like, oh my God, lack, like I'm going to be without, but then what, like, what am I going to do? If I don't have this, then what, like, how am I going to, you know, relax, have fun, this, that, and the other without this thing that has been doing all, all and alcohol is like a band-aid that fits over many different things right it's not just fulfilling mm -hmm. one need or one want um unfortunately it fills a lot so it's really tough to be like oh just give it up just walk away you know it's so much easier said than done but you know for you like you did to build this life 
that just, it just naturally, like you said, fell away. Like it didn't Mm -hmm. fit into the equation. Yeah. And I say that like with grace because I know (laughs) getting sober is not easy, but for me, I just realized that like my relationship with alcohol was heavily based on like my relationship with myself and it was an unhealthy one. So I had to take care of me first. And I feel like that should be everyone's first goal when like, whether you're going to like choose moderation, if you have a good relationship with alcohol, if you want to get sober, whatever it is, I feel like you need to like be in touch with yourself and know what you truly want, what truly is good Mm -hmm. for you and going to serve you. And I never did that. So when I took the time to do that, I was like, I feel like I was at 100 days and I like just so happened to be, or I was close to it if I wasn't at 100 days. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not drinking. Like, and I didn't, I did not miss it at all. I was just not drinking. I didn't really have cravings at all that first year. I was just so happy with getting to know myself again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's not like easy. I think, I think removing mm-hmm. alcohol from your life is, maybe like a simple concept but actually doing it is not easy right it it has so many different components and like what you know like I said what alcohol is meaning and what is what void alcohol is filling in our lives and like you got to untangle that and Mm -hmm. like getting to know yourself and like you said what you truly want for your life I don't think anyone like dreams of like their life and be like oh you know what I'm going to have a really unhealthy relationship with alcohol and like, just kind of like chip away at my (laughs) self-esteem and just really, you know, beat myself up for, eh, I don't know, till like my thirties, forties. That sounds like a good plan. Said fucking one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I, (laughs) I feel like even the days where I was like so excited to party, I'm like, Oh, that was so douchey of me. (laughs) Like I cannot believe I did these things. (laughs) Like I, it's, there's a lot of cringe. Well, how do you get over like looking, looking back at the past, how do you kind of like get over the cringe factor? How do you, I guess, move forward and forgive yourself? What does that look like for you? So I'm really big on forgiving yourself because I'm at the point now where I'm like obsessed with myself. <laughs> I mm-hmm. I really like everything I do. I try to do as intentionally as possible. However, I made a lot of mistakes that I had come to terms to, like mm-hmm. a lot of things that I should not have done, but I had to like, you have to make sure you're accountable for the things you did wrong. I feel like, being the victim mentality I like abuse the victim mentality I was always you know the one hurting or I did this so it like caused me to do this but like I had to come Mm. to terms with the fact that I hurt other people and I hurt myself and I did that intentionally so that forgiveness was I took like maybe like a couple weeks when I stopped drinking where I like cut also took away all social media I had to like spend time with myself I didn't hang out with people I had to kind of isolate myself because I was just so ashamed and I didn't know how to forgive myself and move on and I couldn't look people in the eye Mm -hmm. knowing what I did and it was just a really hard period however being on like the back end or you know the better end whatever the Mm -hmm. phrases of things I feel so good that I took the time to 
acknowledge what I did, acknowledge those hard things that hurt. They were like so fucking painful, but I, you know, I just, I feel like when you take accountability for those things, it's just like a gift for yourself. And it felt like a breath of fresh air. Um, one of the hardest things is like, I have kids, so I, I still struggle with looking back and like times or things I did where I was so excited to go out and party when like, you know, I have these cute little chubby babies to snuggle that I missed out on. So I feel like that's for me personally, one of the hardest things. And I feel like I've gotten so far in these few years of not drinking, I've been accomplishing like a bunch of like dreams and goals and like manifesting things that are happening. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me sad that I, I feel like I could have done those things if I would have, you know, if I would have taken accountability and like held myself responsible. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. Yeah, I mean, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. I mean, this is why we learn. This is how we learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't let myself anymore. I mean, I just did right then, but (laughs) I feel like I don't let myself dwell too much on like what I missed out on because I'm so present now. Like I get to like, you know, be not only for my kids, but like the things I want to do, like creative processes at my job. Um, So I, I really try not to let myself dwell too much. I feel like once in a while it's fine but if you let that overwhelm your like overwhelm your life it's just you're gonna like drown in it so yeah and no one wants to really live in the past we can't do anything no. like, we're not share we can't turn back time mm-hmm. it's kind of pointless but yeah I mean you have today hopefully we have tomorrow and like that's all we can really do is is 
try our best today and tomorrow. Yeah. You want to like stay as present as possible. And then, you know, your past is your past. You don't have to let it define where you're going or who you are. (laughs) Oh man. If we let our past define who we were, who are we are? Whoa. yo (laughs) not not cool don't know her (laughs) yeah oh that girl (laughs) i mean like listen there's not a freaking human being on the face of this planet who has not done cringy regrettable shit there just isn't you know like and how boring is your life that you haven't done anything wrong or or maybe you don't even realize or or at the point of taking accountability or I mean who knows but like everyone has done something they regret everyone has done something cringy like I do something cringy probably at least once a week like (laughs) still and I'm stone cold sober like We just do weird <laughs> shit because we're human and we're not perfect and we're not freaking supposed to be like, oh my God, I have to tell this story because it's so cringy. And I literally, well, this thought was going through my head. I'm like, don't say it. Don't do it. Like, that is so annoying, Jessica. Like, don't do that. I was running through my neighborhood and I saw these two guys and they had like a golf bag kind of like propped up and they were standing I don't know like 10 20 feet away from it and just like admiring the golf bag with all the clubs in it and I'm like this is fucking weird whatever (laughs) and I and I'm like they're not I'm like does anyone know that they actually need to like hit the ball in order for the clubs to work like oh like dad joke in my mind and I'm like don't say it don't do that like do not say that as I'm running by what do I do I couldn't help myself they were just like staring at this golf bag full of clubs and I said I blurted out oh you actually have to I don't even know what I remember like verbatim but like you actually have to like use the clubs you know that right and the they're kind of like yeah thanks <laughs> keep running I'm like oh <laughs> fuck <laughs> like I just stupid shit it. like that right yeah I do that all the like times. shut up <laughs> <laughs> like I and like I know that's... if someone did that to me I'd be like cool like I would have the same reaction but I just couldn't even help myself it, it was like a <laughs> impulse reaction like something took over my body and they're like yeah just just say it it'll be funny (laughs) not at all like I do stuff like that too especially with this like stupid confidence now I'm like I'm so funny everyone's gonna think this is so funny like I am hilarious and then like it's like radio silent I'm like cool that's fine (laughs) tough crowd tough crowd I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, and, you know, I'm still learning this, or not learning it, I already know it, but like practicing it, like, not everything needs a response, like, you actually don't need to say stupid shit all the time, like, you just, 
no, you can just carry on. You can just shut your mouth and carry on. And everything's yeah. fine. Everything's going to be the same, if not better. It's an, <laughs> it's a really magical concept. It is. I need to learn it. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Like, you know, minding your own business and staying in your own lane. It's When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria LG Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off life-changing yeah I feel like <laughs> yeah that's a work in progress yeah definitely <laughs> um so Trina tell me about the retired party girl what do you have going on with the retired party girl so I feel like this is my new little adopted baby <laughs> um, yeah I I was like I said, I've been, you know, following sober Instagram off and on since 2020. So Mm -hmm. being on this side of it is just like a huge honor, a huge responsibility. I don't take it lightly. Um, I think it's a great space. I think social media is so powerful today, especially if you're like trying to be alcohol free. Um, There's a ton of good resources and accounts and stuff. So I'm creating like a space right now it's mostly Mm -hmm. like um I want to make sure like if people just need like a little bit of inspiration whatever they're seeing is like a you go I'm so proud of you type of type of thoughts but also brings them into the reality that sobriety isn't going to be rainbows and unicorns it's you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of real things I'm also trying to integrate in weave in my story a little bit because I feel like I I just want to be super honest because I felt really lonely you know so Mm -hmm. I feel like if people are like the more you share the more people are like oh wait like I'm not alone because every single woman says this but no one wants to talk about it Mm -hmm. um so that's like you know some of the forefront things and then I'm working on I'm so excited I got like a little journal it's been a work in progress but I'm gonna announce that hopefully this fall winter I've been working on like a reset um so that's really exciting I've never done anything like that um in my community we're doing I'm part of a 
like poetry kind of group too. So we're branching out to um, try to integrate that as well to the sobriety community online and not just local. So I think that's cool. Kind of thinking of a way for people to be like meet up virtually because a lot of people are all over the country and like, just like express yourselves in like the pain of sobriety or being alcohol free is a lot. Sometimes it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the creative community kind of like marrying them together would be really cool. Yeah. And then also I just announced my first, we're doing like a happier hour type mocktail meetup in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is where I'm from. Okay. Um, I'm working with Blind Tiger on that. And it's at this really cool like speakeasy setting. And they're doing like a whole menu of just mocktails all night. Um, nice. So that's that's going to be really exciting. But I'm just doing a lot on the back end. So it's like at the peak of being ready, but not quite. Um, right. So I've just really been focusing on like connecting with people, um, like genuinely learning other people's stories, I feel like. I'm DMing people all the time because I'm like, oh my gosh, like you told me you were doing this, how to go because I'm such a friendly person. So I'm not scared to reach out to people. So I feel like I love when people are like reaching out to me. Nice. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff going on. That's great. Yeah. That's why none of it is like out all the way yet, except the mocktail thing. Cause I want to like perfect everything before I (laughs) bring it into the world permanently. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, it's, it needs to be, it takes time, right? It takes time to get all mm-hmm. these things in check. And it's a lot of moving parts. People don't even realize like how, how much work this all takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like the RPG community used to be like, um, kind of like an online, like, meetup space and all these things and I like so much respect for um the woman that ran it before Tori because I'm like now that I'm on this side I'm like how did you like do all this and breathe like I feel like I'm I don't know like it's just a lot so yeah. it's it's cool that there's so many like spaces online where people are doing like meetings or groups or things so then if other people aren't there yet it's kind of a good good resource to lean people to or towards yeah definitely um okay cool and then where can people find out more information about like your event coming up on it's on the 21st right yeah october 21st um okay. really instagram's the best place okay. i think right now my handle's at the retired party girl okay. um i have an email list also but it's all in like my link on my instagram so okay. I feel like that's definitely the best place. Nice. Uh, one more question for you, Trina. To anyone who is listening, who is maybe thinking about getting sober or kind of going through the motions, um, what advice could you give them? The advice I would give them is to like take a step back and just be with yourself for a little bit first. Um, I think you know yourself better than anyone else. And I don't think any outside source would be able to tell you better than like your soul, your intuition, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say to kind of make some time to step away from the outside world, step away from anything going on in your life and just spend some time with you, even if it's just like five minutes, 
twice a week. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's that like changed my perspective on everything. And I think you loving yourself is a really great thing. And I think that's also a step towards that. Yeah. And how did you like, I know you're a huge advocate of like doing, you know, taking the time to go inside, but what does that actually look like for you? Like, do you just like sit in a room with yourself or like, do you go on walks? Like, what do you, how does that personally look for you? For me, um, a lot, I mean, I was dealing with like anxiety and stuff at the same time. So a lot of these times were like in my bed when I couldn't get out of bed and I would just like breathe and just like try to clear my head. Sometimes I would put on like meditation music without lyrics. Um, I think a social media fast is, you know, I think social media, like I said before, is a great thing, but I think things like Snapchat, you know, those outside source social media things that you might be comparing your life to maybe mm-hmm. like, you know, delete some apps for a couple of days, see how you feel. And I journaled a lot. Um, and then that was cool. Cause then I could reflect on how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So I think journaling, even if you're writing like three, there were days I would write like th- tired and that would be the only thing, but it was cool because I could like track how I was feeling my emotions. Um, I'm really big on like hormone balance in my personal life. So like, I like, you know, kind of like track that with my cycle too. I feel like gave me a lot of like peace and a lot of um, like openness to you're not like just this crazy person. You're a human with hormones and all these things and that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) So that was cool too. But I think journaling is thing you can do, even if you're not a writer, you don't have to like, I'm an emotional person. So I like, like writing like poems and like all these like lyrical things but even if you just write I was sad today or like I wanted to drink today but I didn't like that's Mm -hmm. fine because you're going to be able to track your emotions and how you felt so yeah it's all it's all intel right like it's all it's baby steps getting to know yourself and building that self-awareness which Mm -hmm. you know is part of like the foundation yeah I agree and I feel like when you like journaling too and it kind of will help you get to know yourself a little bit better because you'll be like oh like I don't know like I don't like Mondays because I don't you know based on all this like records of me like feeling bad on Mondays like it's not like the outside world saying something different right yeah and then it's also like okay so consecutively you know I've had like a hundred Mondays in a row that aren't the best (laughs) like how could I prepare for Mondays or how could I change what Mondays look like or what needs to happen Mm -hmm. maybe on Sunday to be more welcoming or more like proactive for these feelings for Monday Mm -hmm. and that's all intel yeah I feel like I'm not an expert on hormone you know health and stuff but I have been like researching it on my own. I feel like I recommend that also if you're getting sober, just because that helps me like be really gentle with myself on days that I've been tracking that I know are, mm-hmm. are going to be like hard emotional days. So I think it's super beneficial, which yes. I wrote in a journal yes. all my <laughs> <laughs> like weird every 28 days, 25 <laughs> to 28 days. I feel like I want to kill someone. Yeah, literally. What is that? 
stay home, stay in bed, yeah. lock the doors, turn on the office. <laughs> yeah. Don't put your hands around someone's neck unnecessarily. <laughs> on a post-it. Oh my God. Yeah. Like being a woman is fun shit. Oh, um, hormones, man. Cool. They kill ya. They kill ya. Oh my God. I know. It's like I, that meme when, when it's like, you know, like the couple of days before your period and everyone, everything is just like breaking down and you're crying and then you like actually get your period and you're like, oh, see, like I wasn't a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's literally me at the end of my period. I'm like, oh, yeah. like I get it now. That's cool. Yeah, that's totally. <laughs> and this is going to happen every month. Great. <laughs> cool. Love it. About it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's just something like that, like you said, like if you journal, if you are like more self-aware that these things are going on, like there's no need to like beat yourself up. This is literally your body just going through natural processes. Like, yeah, just being your body. So not everything's like a personal. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Not everything's a personal attack. I love that. Totally. (laughs) Well, Trina, thank you so much for a great conversation and sharing your knowledge and your experience with us. I really, really appreciate it. You are welcome. I enjoyed this. So I really appreciate you talking to me as well. It is so true. Changing your relationship with alcohol is a simple concept. However, doing the work is not. It is not easy. It has legs. It has multiple things that need to happen and phases that you go through. And we got your back at every stage of your booze-free journey. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. We love to hear your comments. Remember, sharing is caring. If you know a friend, a family member, or a loved one who needs to hear this episode or others, please make sure to share it along. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com Will we have your back at every stage of your booze-free journey, from our Sober Girl Social Club to group coaching to individual workbooks and exercises, we got your back at any stage. Head to asobergirlsguide.com now. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.